Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, my name is Katie, and welcome to Make That Ish Beautiful with Katie Menke, a part of the Believe Podcast Network. I know that self-love is not monolithic. Self-love can manifest as creativity, movement, fashion, food, travel, sexuality, and I want to support women as they maneuver through all the dimensions of their self-love journey. This podcast will be the place for all things self-love, self-care, and self-development. Let's all get our self-love on. I'll go with this topic a little bit, but we can give it a go. What? doesn't make any sense, then we can just not air it. This is exactly true. What were you struggling about or what were your thoughts when it came to time? Um, well, like what have some people talked about? Um, some people have talked about their lives. Yeah, a pivotal moment that happened in their life. Um, I mean, I, I do have a couple that are from the past that I believe that have altered who I am as a human being, but wow. currently time sucks. <laughs> yeah. All I do is I, I don't, I have, I, I never had a lot of time and now I have a lot of time and I don't have anybody to spend that time with that I want to spend that time with. So now time just drags on. So you try to find constructive things to do with time that, you know, that are healthy and, and, and you know, yeah. Right. Times that's easier said than done, I guess. But yeah, you kind of chit chat and whatever falls out of my mouth and falls out of my mouth. Let's just let it fall out. All right. Let me do a stopwatch maybe some sneezing and coughing into this too so you might have to edit that out this is just a very authentic conversation with time no matter who gets a cold on may 12th it's just real this guy does this guy well you know i think I would love to kind of deep dive into all of what you just mentioned when it came to things in your past that you feel were pivotal moments, as well as how time right now doesn't feel the best and how you're coping with that, maybe? Um, feel open to that? Sure. Vulnerable? Why not? Um. See where do I begin? Uh, there's a lot of moments in my my childhood that I have very very specific memories of that I think helped to define who I am today. Yeah, like really specific stories that I don't know if a lot of people know about. <laughs> I yeah. Um, like I remember, uh, I was trick or treating hmm. with a friend. Mm-hmm. And I was walking home from his house, maybe. Yeah, as I said, I very specific details. <laughs> um, and I remember stopping at a house by myself for like one last candy grab before heading home. And I was maybe a block or two away from home. 
-hmm. and I got it and I turned around the corner and there was like six kids coming at me and I just kept walking and they did kind of like one of those things you know where you see in like a 1960s movie in the hallway where like one shoulders you and get out of the way kid didn't really think anything about it and I kept walking and then I maybe I don't know a house or two down I got decked in the back like completely shoved over and I'm sure my heels went over the top of my head oh my gosh but I never let go of the bag of candy <laughs> So these guys are pushing and shoving me. I don't ever remember getting hit or anything, but like physically, physically trying to get away with this bag of candy and I never let go. And, and I don't know if they gave up. I don't know if somebody saw them. That part, I don't remember. But all I remember is that I literally got the crap kicked out of me for this little, however old I was, 10. And I hung on to the bag of candy. So... Yeah, I got home and, and I don't know. And knowing myself, I probably portioned out for the next two and a half years, but. <laughs> you color coded them. And... Yeah. I'm mean, pretty proud that I hung on to it and like didn't cry or didn't run away or like didn't give up. I don't know. I thought that was kind of like a pivotal. So like looking back on things of, you know, like, like school, you know, I didn't get in right away. Um, it took me longer than normal to get into school, but I never gave up. So like you think back on those things in the past that, you know, like maybe helped define that. Um, another one, which still sticks in my brain is that when I was a junior in high school, I really started to get good at golf. Yeah. Um, I had like a good summer, um, so transitioning that into school golf for my senior year, we, we did all of our stuff in the fall. We didn't really do anything in the spring. And I was playing well, and that was when we were members at Minnehaha, or we had just stopped. Well, state stroke play was at Minnehaha, so like what a way to go out. So I was the fifth guy or like the alternate and we got to, we were practicing or whatever, and the other guy ended up getting picked over me. Um, still to this day, I think it was, you know, like who knows who kind of thing. Oh, uh, yeah. But it was very well known amongst, you know, like my cousin was on my team. Like we all played together. and It was very well known that I should have been picked. And I ended up going to um, the, the, championship or like the golf matches after school to like cheer them on mm -hmm. and I remember my cousin's well his dad my ex-uncle mm. ended up coming up to me and was like I can't believe that you're here right now like if, if that would have happened to me there's no way that I would have been a mile away from this place and he, he wrote me like this very nice letter like talking about my moral integrity and like who I was as a man and all this shit and I'm 17 years old and I'm like god I Oh. I got a couple of hairs on my chin that I'm pretty proud of right now. I don't really. <laughs> like those are, that's a brave. To this day, I still have that letter. Oh, that's cool. That's cool that he spent the time to write that to you. Definitely a defining moment in time. <laughs> you know how I did that? Yes. Thank you for throwing that in there. I appreciate that. I actually have it down over here on a piece of paper i'm gonna say time 36 times <laughs> why 36 i don't know it's just a thing that i'm gonna do i guess 
Well, you've said it now twice. No. no seven. I've crossed it off. <laughs> no, I have no clue. I'm kidding. Good job. Good job. Yeah. But those are inspiring moments because both you were faced with fear and I don't know, disappointment and how you handled that. I think there were very pivotal defining moments in my life. Yeah. And it's crazy and how sorry. There's a lot others, I'm sure, but those were just ones that, you know, when you asked me to talk, those instantly came to my head. Did did mom or dad had a burp two years ago, so leave me alone. Oh my gosh. Yes. I know. That was a very defining moment in my life. <laughs> it was. Okay. I'm still not there. So much better. Oh my gosh! But he doesn't just burp; he yells them out. <laughs> well, I'm still getting used to it, so I'm proclaiming how good I feel. <laughs> he makes it well known. He has this ability. No, yeah. some people are just not born with that gift of no, burping relief. Yeah. It, it, it was relieved the other end for a long time. <laughs> but now I can burp and I feel like a new man. And <laughs> it's great. Drinking good. beer is actually enjoyable now. Yeah, good. I'm glad that it's not a painful well, Imagine process. Imagine going through college as a 20-year-old or 21, excuse me, yeah. I never drink. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 21. <laughs> As a 21 year old and you're slamming beer at a party and you gotta like, you're like, hold on guys, I gotta let this process through my system before I can have my next beer because I can't burp. I mean, imagine doing a beer bong when you can't burp. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> Awful. So survive, but Jesus. <laughs> Dang. Very pivotal moment in time. So many pivotal moments in time. Hold on, I'm crossing up another time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, again, I think it, I love that those were the things that came to your mind right away and how you can be so young and just a random day can, can stay with you and can stay with you in your, in your memories and have this pivotal moment or pivotal result from it happening and, it, and those were very the other thing i want to comment on those those are very positive moments in my life mm. um they, they were negative at the time but they ended up being positive something that i can look back on and, right uh, you know i can i can take that with me mm-hmm. there are also moments in time that were not very good mm-hmm. um that i almost don't even remember like when dad had his, his surgery. Right. So my dad had prostate cancer. Oh God. When was that? I was in high school. I think it was 2003 ish. Somewhere around there. Yeah. So we're going to go 2003. Um, I remember being in college and, and he, he, so he had surgery on his prostate and then he uh, threw a clot in his lung. It was just like this whole thing. Mm-hmm. 
I don't ever remember being in the hospital. And mom was the one telling me that I used to go up there and study next to him. You don't and remember, I don't remember. I remember being there for his original surgery with grandma and mom and I, you, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't remember like the aftermath and, and going up to his hospital room and mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't remember it. So I don't know if I do like this wonderful job of blocking out negative things in my life or, or well, I, I, think I don't know. That's definitely a coping mechanism to disassociate or to just block and forget what happens because there are definitely times during that whole process that I remember so vividly but I think it was different for me because I was in the home with him like with mom and dad and just the three of us since you were at school so I got the day-to-day but yeah when things are super painful I I, I think that can be a way our body protects itself, you know? Which I agree with, but then there's other things that were painful that I remember. So I don't, mm. I don't know what, like, what's the fine line between right. where I cut off my memory. Mm. I haven't quite figured that out yet. Right. I don't know either. I don't know if it, if it, why this one was different. But I think it, I don't know. That no was idea. that was so, I think cancer can, you assume it happens to everybody or somebody else and will never happen to you or your family, you know? Sure. I think that was a really eye-opening, humbling moment that, we're all human and we're not immortal and can affect anybody. Yeah. Yeah. That was hard. And just not even, even though I was older, I, I think I was either a sophomore in high school, junior, finding the language to communicate what you're going through. I think that's super hard. Mm-hmm. How do you even begin to process, especially your father figure, who's supposed to, you know, be there no matter what, has has pain or has a problem? It's like, how do you process process that? Yeah, that's. Do you think that we have to remember that we are also very fortunate that. Oh my gosh, yeah. There are other individuals that had to, had to have experienced something like that at a much younger age that didn't turn out as, as favorably as ours did. Um, or older and worse, you know, it's just. Yeah, we are by, uh, yeah, I definitely consider us very lucky, very grateful for his health and his recovery. Yeah, but dang, cancer sucks. I don't like cancer at all. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it really does. Um, so you mentioned earlier that time for you 
in this current phase of life doesn't feel like it's passing the way you want it to? Um, I focused so much time um, prior to now um, um, accomplishing goals and in in getting places and doing things that I mean I don't want to say I 100% focused on myself but I mean it was definitely more than 50% I can admit that mm-hmm. um problem now is that I have more time than what I had anticipated mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm not a busy individual um but there's just moments that I wish that I could share with some people that I'm not able to do that anymore Mm -hmm. Um, because of my choices previous to now. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, time moves a little bit slower than it used to, uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It gives you appreciation for the little things and kind of opens your eyes to some specific situations in your life mm-hmm. um, it's just not something that I'm used to and I'm still trying to figure out I can definitely relate to that with I think I got super hyper focused on dance and figuring it out that career or accomplishing these certain goals that I pushed back certain um, relationships, people, um, other advancements in my career, you know, just you to make this thing happen, you kind of have to make those sacrifices, but it is, I also went through a point where it's now you have this thing, who's around you to enjoy it. Yeah. You, you know, um, and I think while I've been building my website and building um, this new path, I'm trying to be as present as possible so that I that I don't have to feel like I have to go through it alone. Because I think it is hard to, it was hard for me to find people, friendships and significant others who um could balance or you know that because it is not selfish but you have to put your if priorities are kind of higher and so if they're okay with you being busy and focusing on other things but so i i can definitely relate and now that you've learned these things moving forward how do you think you'll because this will this season will happen again will you'll get super busy or you'll be working on something some goal like how do you plan on doing it differently uh that is something that i'm not 100 percent sure about yeah um i just know that i did not handle those times um effectively and that's something that i need to work on and that's something that i need to change 
um, whether it's cherishing that moment longer or um, not being so hyper-focused on myself and in my career um, or, or anything for that matter. Uh, I just don't know. I, and that's something that I struggle with and, and I hope to gain some clarity on that at some point in my life. I know you will. I think it will be a trial and error. Yeah, I feel like it's been a lot more error than trial lately. <laughs> but I, mean, I think we all have to go through these tough times. Hold on, I gotta cross it off. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think you, I, yeah, I think, I think you have to go through that sometimes just to define who you are as a person. And if you don't know, then you're, you're going to find out real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you got to change it. So I didn't like it and I'm changing it. Good for you. I'm happy to hear that. But it's going to take some time. It is going to take some time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, that was an amazing conversation, Pat. I think it was great for us. Um, I don't think that anybody who's going to listen to this is going to particularly care. Maybe my mother. Yeah. Uh, But other than that, yeah. Yeah. You know, we seem to do a wonderful job of going off and on our own little tangents during these. I, I've, I really, if anything, these conversations, I think are just really cool to have and to keep with you, you know, that, because how often do you sit down with a sibling (laughs) and, hey, let's talk about the most pivotal moments in your life, you know? I thought you were going to say, how often do you sit down with somebody to talk about pivotal moments? I was like, well, about every two weeks on Wednesday at 6 (laughs) p.m. Somebody that you don't have to pay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) But no, as far as like having these conversations, I, I feel like you and me do a wonderful job of of talking about this stuff. You know, when we have vacations, we always do brother sister day and Mm -hmm. tell everybody to leave us alone. And I think that we have a, we do a pretty good job of just talking. Yeah. So I really cherish these these um podcasts or whatever whatever we're doing right now but <laughs> it's a podcast yeah it's sitting right? on the computer with the internet on the line whatever <laughs> on the line am i on the line on the line <laughs> yes well yeah i appreciate cuz i am always nervous cuz it is vulnerable to be having these kind of conversations that even if it's just you, me, and mom that listen to him to put your thoughts like that out into the world. But I appreciate your, I appreciate your time and I appreciate you sharing your thoughts. You know, it's time to start letting down the barriers and letting people in. Well, that's a great mission. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. See ya. Oh my gosh. I had to blow my nose. Leave me yeah. alone. That's the way to end it. You said an art in the microphone. Ah. Yeah, keep those ghastly exchanges to yourself. Yeah.
Yes, ma'am. I'm Katie Minky, and this has been Make That Ish Beautiful with Katie Minky, a part of the Believe Podcast Network. You can follow me on Instagram at Katie Minky or visit my website at katiemankey.com. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today and allowing me to share my truth with you. Join me next week for another episode of Make That Ish Beautiful with Katie Minky, a part of the Believe Podcast Network. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.